Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, Chechnya is hunting down LGBTQ folks again. The American Psychological Association confirmed that toxic masculinity is a real thing and rooted in homophobia. Wedding fashion giant David's Bridal features a same-sex couple in their new commercial. And Adam Lambert revealed he has a cameo in Bohemian Rhapsody. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. Members of the Russian LGBT network, which rescued many of the victims of the gay purge in Chechnya, told the Associated Press this week that they have seen a spike in detentions of LGBTQ men and women. Exact numbers of how many men and women have been detained hasn't been shared yet, but a new report is said to be forthcoming. And, according to a social media post on January 10th, activists are urging LGBTQ Chechens to flee immediately. According to reports, authorities received new contact details of LGBTQ people living in Chechnya. The statement read in part, we ask anyone still free to take this message seriously and leave the Republic as soon as possible. You may recall that reports of the anti-LGBTQ crackdown in Chechnya first came in December 2016. Chechen authorities most of whom are former military members who serve as the Chechen leader Ramzan Kadyrov's secret police force, often detain suspected queer men under the pretense of drug charges. Police then examine the men's phones' contacts for other suspects using torture to get as much information as possible. In the past, Kadyrov has vowed to kill all gay men. In August 2017, a report by the Russian LGBT network said torturers, quote, use electrocution, beatings, starvation, dehydration, isolation, forced nudity, homophobic insults and misgendering to punish the detainees, confiscating their personal belongings and only allowing them to sleep three hours a day on cold concrete floors. The men are not allowed to bathe or use toilets, and they receive no medical care. Witnesses say these torture sessions have occurred in four military camps and police station basements. There's no mechanism to hold police responsible for their actions, and filing a complaint would only make one a future target for police harassment and violence. Women have been caught in the crackdown, too, though they're often left to their families to be abused, imprisoned, or worse, killed. Looking back, it seems the Chechen purge has come in four distinct waves. The first, beginning in December 2016. The second, March 2017. The third, June 2017. And the fourth, this past December. The Russian LGBT network has helped approximately 119 gay and bisexual men escape the purge and flee to Moscow, Canada, Lithuania, 
France, and Germany. At least 27 people are believed to have died in the crackdown. And as with the first reports of the gay purge, Chechen officials refused to comment on rumors of a second wind. Ty Cobb, director of the human rights campaign Global, released the following statement regarding the resurgence in detainments. Quote, Nearly two years after reports first surfaced of anti-LGBTQ violence and killings in Chechnya, we are once again hearing disturbing accounts of state-sanctioned detentions and abuse. We have repeatedly called on the Trump-Pence White House to speak out and bring an end to this persecution, but instead, the White House has largely ignored the actions of the Russian-backed regime in Chechnya. Human rights violators in Chechnya must be held accountable and be brought to justice. Lives are hanging in the balance. Insurance company Mutual of Omaha has agreed to not deny insurance to people who use medications to prevent HIV infection. Mutual of Omaha became the focus of discrimination complaints after several applicants, mostly gay men, were denied disability, long-term care, or life insurance solely because they admitted they'd taken Truvada to protect themselves from HIV, a practice called PrEP, short for pre-exposure prophylaxis. Some gay men even admitted that they stopped taking Truvada, possibly putting their lives at risk, simply to obtain insurance. Additionally, the insurer has settled a lawsuit brought by an unidentified gay man in Massachusetts who was turned down for long-term care insurance after acknowledging he had taken Truvada. The Attorney General of Massachusetts issued a statement which read in part, consumers looking to protect themselves from HIV transmission should not be excluded from buying insurance. In the settlements, the company admitted no wrongdoing and has agreed to make a $25,000 payment to the state. As I've said many times on the Randy Report, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention urges men and women at risk for HIV infection to take Truvada daily. Studies have shown the drug to be extremely effective at blocking HIV, and health insurers almost always cover the cost. The American Psychological Association confirmed this week what women and gay men have known forever that toxic masculinity is a real thing, and that it's rooted in homophobia and misogyny. The APA issued what appears to be its first official warning against toxic masculinity in the January issue of Monitor on Psychology, in a report titled, Guidelines for the Psychological Practice with Boys and Men. Citing more than 40 years of research, the new report is aimed at helping practitioners care for male patients, quote, despite social forces that can harm mental health, end quote. The APA specifically warns against masculinity ideology, which is defined as, quote, a particular constellation of standards that have held sway over large segments of the population, including anti-femininity, avoiding the appearance of weakness, achievement, and adventure risk and violence. According to the 36-page report, traditional masculinity ideology has been shown to limit males' psychological development, constrain their behavior, result in gender role strain and gender role conflict, and negatively influence mental health and physical health. 
The report also suggests that toxic masculinity can lead to homophobia, sexual harassment, bullying, domestic violence, and self-harm. The report does encourage men to embrace the positive aspects like leadership and courage, but ultimately concludes that traditional masculinity, which is often identified by aggression, lack of emotion, competitiveness, and dominance, are, on the whole, harmful. Earlier this month, 23-year-old YouTube star Logan Paul revealed on his podcast, Impulsively Podcast, that he would undergo a new challenge every month. The social media sensation joked with his co-host Mike about trending resolutions like Sober Vegan January and Fatal February, which returns to a return to drinking and meat-eating after the Sober Vegan January. But then Paul threw out this. And then March. Take a guess. What is it? Male-only March. We're going to attempt to go gay for just one month. As you can imagine, the comment earned him global criticism. After a huge backlash, Paul took to Twitter to try and stem the debacle by responding to the LGBTQ advocacy group GLAD, writing, Very poor choice of words, my fault. He also invited the group onto his podcast to talk about it, saying, Let's get together and talk about it on my podcast next week? Question mark. Glad hasn't yet publicly responded to Paul's tweet. Apparently, Paul is one of the most popular YouTubers in the world. His impulsive podcast is also one of the most listened to podcasts globally. And he's no stranger to scandals. In 2018, he received severe backlash for uploading a YouTube video of a dead body in a Japanese suicide forest. Think about that, kids. Wow. Jeez. He later apologized, I made a huge mistake. I don't expect to be forgiven. I'm just here to apologize. How about Paul just stop making stupid mistakes? There's a solution. The antics have resulted in YouTube suspending all advertising on his channels, citing his pattern of behavior as a reason. Experts estimate that his income loss to be in the neighborhood of about $1 million. As Colorado swore in Jared Polis as the country's first openly gay governor, Denver City Council voted unanimously to ban the use of so-called conversion therapy or ex-gay therapy on minors. That makes the Mile High City Colorado's first jurisdiction to prohibit the harmful practice. As I've reported many times, healthcare organizations like the American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association, and the American Pediatric Association have all denounced conversion therapy, which treats being gay as a mental illness. Research shows such therapy increases the risk of suicide, drug abuse, and depression among teens. According to a city news release, the ban will, quote, protect LGBTQ plus youth from dangerous and discredited practices aimed at changing their sexual orientation or gender identity or expression. For four years, state House Democrats approved a bill that would ban the practice statewide, but the legislation was struck down in the Republican-controlled state Senate. Democratic lawmakers, who now control both legislative chambers of the state, said they'll try and ban conversion therapy in this legislative session. 
David's Bridal has released its first ad featuring a same-sex couple. The wedding fashion giant's new Rewrite the Rules ad celebrates all kinds of non-traditional brides on their big day, including a lesbian couple, mixed-race couples, and a couple with a baby. As scenes from various weddings play out on the screen, the voiceover reads, Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, and above all else, something you. Chief Marketing Officer for David's Bridal, Liz Crystal, told Ad Age that the company's marketing focus has shifted from their dresses to those who are wearing them. She said, We wanted to make sure that this spot represented what we see from brides today. We value every type of bride. The Pennsylvania-based company, which was founded in 1950, clearly took note of the $1.6 billion LGBTQ weddings added to the national economy during the year after the Supreme Court legalized marriage equality nationwide. The lesbian-inclusive David's Bridal ad will air on TV and appear on social media. And it turns out there were some surprise cameos in the Golden Globe-winning Freddie Mercury biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. Singer Adam Lambert confirmed in a tweet this week his brief appearance in the box office hit. It appears that Lambert played the bearded trucker who cruises Mercury at a gas station, which is the first time the movie-going audience sees the gay icon acting on his same-sex desires. Lambert tweeted a photo of his uncredited character from the movie writing, who is he? Along with it, he added smirking and laughing emojis. He had teased about an appearance in the movie prior to its release, but didn't share the details. Of course, Lambert has a strong history with Queen, having toured recently with the iconic rock band as a guest vocalist. Lambert also used his tweet to plug the fact, folks take notice if you haven't seen it yet, that Bohemian Rhapsody will be available on January 22nd for digital download. So look on Amazon Video, iTunes, and more. As I reported on the Randy Report, Bohemian Rhapsody scored two big awards at this year's Golden Globes, one for Best Motion Picture Drama and the second for Best Actor for star Rami Malek. A sing-along version of the film is now playing in about 750 locations across the United States and Canada. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing The Randy Report with your friends. Hey folks, I know this really cool podcast where you can catch up on news in your car, on your commute, whenever you listen to podcasts, that kind of thing, right? I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only a lot shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com and instinctmagazine.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.